Hey listeners, when I'm working with leaders, they sometimes have this fear surrounding them. Sometimes they have no idea what it is. It stops them from doing things. It stops them, full stop. Is it fear? Fear of failure? Well, here's an interesting one. Is it the fear of succeeding? The word fear stands for, if you go F-E-A-R, the F stands for false, E for evidence, A for appearing, and R for real. And what do we mean by this? This is false evidence appearing real. Sometimes the evidence isn't true, or we think about things, or we have we overthink things, or things are going through our minds, and sometimes it creates some fear. Now, is it real, or does it seem like it's real? In today's episode, we'll dive into this topic and think about the seven steps to help you handle fear. Let's discuss. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Hey, listeners, welcome to another Ask Dennis Freestyle episode, another one for the week. And this is where I'm asked a question by our listeners, or I share my thoughts and experiences and insights from working with many leaders around the globe. Well, we want to keep promoting the podcast and lifting its visibility in the market around the world. And if we all can keep promoting it, then we can go to number one here in New Zealand and maybe in other countries. Now, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple, then what you can do is, where the podcast is, where you're listening to it, up to towards the top right-hand corner, if you haven't already done this, you'll see a plus sign. If you click on that, that will turn to a click, which means then you are following the show, and, and it's all good. Now, what we'd love you to do is put a review and a rating. If you think the rating is a five, put a five and put a review there. And if you listen to this on Spotify, you too can put a rating. However, you can't put a review at this stage. But we would really appreciate it if you could put a, re- a rate to the show or review, and it helps actually the visibility of the show. All right, listeners, let's get into today's topic of the seven steps on how to handle fear as a leader. As a leader, fear is something that is inevitable, whether it's the fear of failure, the fear of succeeding, the fear of losing control, or the fear of making a mistake, or the fear of the unknown. Now, it's important to acknowledge and learn how to handle it in a way that doesn't impact your ability to lead effectively. Sometimes fear makes people do interesting things. As an example, sometimes people can be paralyzed, like the deer in the headlights of a car. If they are paralyzed, they don't make decisions, they don't know what to do, they are stuck. You may relate to what I'm saying, whether that means for you personally or you know leaders like this. We have seen leaders over the last three or four years start to lose confidence and self-doubt themselves, and fear has a lot to do with it. So has the pandemic. The past three or four years have been difficult for some, and I think that we have a new pandemic on our hands, and that's to do with mental health. There is something else causing leaders to have fear. In today's fast-paced, dynamic business environment, change 
is a constant factor. And as the world evolves, leaders must also be able to adapt to keep up with the changing needs. Leaders that fail to um, keep pace with these changes run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. And a lot of leaders are fearing that. Therefore, it's really crucial for leaders to be proactive in their their approach to, to change and continuously look for ways to innovate and evolve to stay ahead of the curve. And when we say about the curve, we're talking about knowledge as an example of the curve, abilities, skills, that type of thing, performance. Those who are really successful in embracing change, they're going to be better positioned to succeed and thrive in the years ahead. Well, listeners, I want to give you some tips, seven steps on how to handle fear as a leader. Alrighty, let's get into them. Step number one, acknowledge your fear. The first step is really being able to acknowledge it because you cannot overcome something that you do not acknowledge or that it exists. Recognize and accept that fear is a natural human emotion. And as a leader, it's okay to feel fear. The key is not to let it control you. It's okay to acknowledge it, but it's not okay to do nothing about it. Now, the thing here is that having some sort of fear, a level of fear, is a good thing. I'm on that edge in my own business and things like that of the fear and excitement. I remember interviewing Kevin Bonfield on an episode a couple of years, well, probably a year and a half ago, and he talked about the fact that of him being on the edge of fear and excitement and how it helped drive him as an entrepreneur and as a leader. That's an awesome episode. If you haven't already checked it out, search on Kevin Bonfield in my podcast and have a listen to it. Now, he's based in the US, but he has an English accent. And you think, what? Well, I'm confused. But he's a great guy, shares some really good examples and wisdom and insights on that topic. Step number two is identify the source of your fear. Once you acknowledge your fear, we want to identify what is the source of it. Because you see, if you can understand where your fear is coming from, then you can help address it more effectively. But the question here is, is it fear or failing? Is it the fear of making a wrong decision? Is it the fear of losing control? See, once you know what the source of your fear is, you can work on a plan to manage it and then move forward. Step number three is take massive action. One of the best ways to manage fear is to take massive action. When you are proactive, you feel more in control, which will help alleviate fear. See, if you can identify the steps you can take to address your fear and take action, then it's going to really help. You see, if you fear making a mistake, for example, taking time to research and then gather other information to make a more informed decision, well, if you can do that, then that kind of action is going to help you build confidence and can reduce the fear in the long run. I've got to say to you here is this, taking massive action is the best thing. Those who are not busy and not taking massive action, don't get me wrong, any action is good, but if you can aim it and target it in a way that's going to be very strong and going to be useful action, that's really important. But you know what? Just to get things started and kick things off, take any kind of action. Now, for you, if you can take that massive action, that's really good. 
for me, I find that at times, if I'm starting to not have a lot of action, that's when I have time to think too much. So the important thing here is to stay busy, but stay busy in the right places. Step number four, practice self-care. As a leader, it's essential that you take care of yourself both physically and mentally. We've talked about the examples before in other episodes about the mask dropping in front of you and putting your mask on first before you help anyone else. Because you see, fear can take a toll on your overall well-being. So make sure that you prioritize self-care. Make time to exercise, do meditation, maybe do a hobby. Whatever activities you need to do to help you feel relaxed and recharge, then make time to do it. I know you're sitting here right now listening to this episode going, yeah, but Dennis, I don't actually have enough time. I'm really busy. Well, I've got to tell you, you need to look after yourself because if you don't put the mask on to help yourself first, then you're going to be useless to everybody else. You need to look after ourselves. Well, yourself and I need to look after myself. We all do. And that's how we need to do it. For me personally, I have stepped up my exercise meditation dramatically at the end of last year and into this year, and it is making a massive difference. Step number five, surround yourself with the supportive people. Now, it's really essential to surround yourself with a supportive team of people who can manage your fear or help you along the way. Because you see, these people can be your colleagues, your friends, or a mentor. They can be your coach. They can provide you with advice, reassurance, and support you when you need it. Just having someone to talk to and bounce off ideas off can really help you feel more confident and less fearful. I have an inner circle for me, people that I trust, people that I go to, the people that I talk to, and I talk to them. It's a small circle, but they're the people that I trust and I know that I've got them around me, supporting me. I ask people this question all the time, and here's a question for you listeners. Do you have the right people around you? Now, for some of you, you're going to say straight away, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. But I want you to think about it. Do you really have the right people around you? Step number six, learn from your experiences. You know, it's important to learn from our experiences. If we can take time to reflect on how you handle your fear in the past, that's actually going to help and set you up for success. Because if you can learn what worked and what didn't, that's really going to put you in a good position. Because you can use this knowledge to build strategies for managing fear in the future. As a leader, you're going to face new challenges and fears. You know, the next big thing's going to happen. Another crisis, another financial issue, something else is going to happen. But what strategies can you put around you or in place to help you manage the fear in the future? And the thing is, having a plan in place can help you navigate these situations with more confidence and less fear. It's a little bit of like a balancing act. The confidence goes up and the fear reduces. You don't want the fear to increase and the confidence to reduce. You want the opposite. Here's the final step. Step number seven. Breathe, stay calm, and feel in control. In fact, I'm going to say to you, take control. When you feel fear, it can be easy to be overcome, to become overwhelmed or lose control. It's really easy for it to happen. Now, one way to manage this is to focus on your breathing. Take deep breaths and ex- exhale slowly. When I talk about deep breaths, I'm talking about belly breaths. That's it. Stop. Put the phone down. Stop what you're doing. Breathe in and fill it up from the belly button up. Hold for four seconds 
and then start to release slowly for eight seconds. You see, this can actually help you feel more calm and more centered. In fact, you're getting oxygen to the brain. Now, if you can remind yourself that you are in control and focus on the steps that you can take to address your fear, when you feel more in control, your fear will start to diminish. Remember how I just said before about that balancing act? Your confidence will start to grow and you will be better able to lead your team effectively. So I just wanted to say that there are those seven steps that we just talked about. Step one is actually acknowledge your fear. Step two is identify the source of your fear. Step three is take massive action. Step four is practice self-care. Step five is surround yourself with supportive people. Step six is learn from your experiences. And step seven, breathe, stay calm, and feel in control. You see, fear is a natural human emotion. And as a leader, it's important to acknowledge and learn how to manage it. Identify the source of your fear. Take action. Practice self-care. Surround yourself with supportive people and learn from your experiences. By breathing, staying calm and feeling in control, you can lead effectively and manage fear in a way that doesn't impact your ability to lead with confidence. All right, listeners, I have two action calls to action for you for this week, and I'd love you to go ahead and do this. Number one would be ask yourself if you feel fear, and if so, when do you feel fear? In other words, what is the trigger? What actually makes you do that? But part of this action, I want you to think about, of the seven steps, which ones will you need to work on to help you move forward and feel confident? The second call to action is an offer for you. And I've got a few questions for you. And that one is, are you a high-level executive or a senior leader or a leader who's feeling unfulfilled in your current role? Why are you craving something more, but you're unsure of how to make that leap to go and do something else? Well, I'm here to help. Have you been made redundant because there's a lot of downsizing happening around the world at the moment? But are you a person that's been made redundant and you're not sure where to start to think about what you wanted to do next? In other words, would you like to get clarity around your next steps and, and, and what would your, your steps forward look like? Because if you can do that and put it in place and then feel like you're going to step forward with purpose and confidence, that's going to really set you up for success nicely. So I'm here to help you in that. So with my coaching, I can work with you and I call it actionable coaching, whereby I get you to do a whole lot of action, but we get clarity around things. And we take a step-by-step approach that will help you gain clarity and, and courage that you need to make your next step. Whether you're looking to disrupt the status quo or simply find a greater purpose and fulfillment, our executive coaching program is going to really help you provide you the tools and the guidance to make that happen. Now, you might be someone who wants to go into a bigger role within the organization or into a different organization. From a scale perspective, it's way bigger. You might be someone who's sitting in a role today going, I would love to start a business. Well, I'm here to help as well. So if you're that kind of person, this sounds like you, then I'm going to offer you to reach out to me, send me a message on social media, Messenger or LinkedIn message, whatever it is, or send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com, and let's set up a strategy call. It's free. 
for you to have some time for half an hour with me to set up a strategy call and discuss what your needs are and how I might be able to help you make that leap. Hey listeners, well that's it for this episode. It's always a pleasure being with you. Thanks for joining me on the Leadership is Changing podcast. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 